Welcome to Infinite Ritual, the podcast that explores how our daily habits lead to continuous healing and supports our inner work to living as our most authentic selves. We examine the mystical through a grounded lens, honor our connection with the earth, and ultimately raise our conscious awareness of our roles and purpose while we are here. Welcome and I'm glad you're here. There's so much going through my mind right now about where I could really begin talking about this episode just as an introduction because we could get into what are rituals or what does it mean to be your true and authentic self. And each of those can go into such deep layers because ultimately they're connected because I'm trying to connect more myself within my daily habits with being able to be playful, less serious, more creative, more in touch with my inner child, especially as a son in Leo. It's something that's really important for me because if I start getting too in my head about what I'm saying, my throat chakra gets blocked and suddenly I'm not living within that heart-centered space, which Leo also rules the heart center. So I have to always come back to that myself and how can my daily habits, how can my daily rituals align to that form of expression if that is what authenticity means to me. Authenticity isn't going to look the same for everyone. Ultimately, if our rituals equal our daily habits, what daily habits are we setting for ourselves that allow us to tap into what makes us feel authentic? And this is a word that, you know, if you look it up in a dictionary, you might have something along the lines of what is real or true or raw and in a spiritual and also a grounded human sense what that would mean is what's underneath all of the layers all of the layers of conditioning that we've been through since we've been children if our most important years of development according to psychology is years number one through seven that kind of set up our ultimate state of being and processing things then you know what happens during those developmental years that set our homeostasis that set our ability to process things through this um, this attitude or this lens that we absorbed probably from our you know authoritative or parent figure whoever it was that raised us and if we take that conditioning and we look at it then later through years 7 to 14 and then 14 to 21 because years of development go through phases of seven years then you can start to see certain patterns that maybe come up. The ways that you do react to things might be the same exact ways that your parent figure reacted to things or that you were taught or that was a way to protect yourself against whatever was happening in the family dynamic at home. So here, what we're doing is instead of seeing it as such a burden to explore all of those things 
and looking at the past like a weight or something that's bearing down on us with all of this pressure to unpack, looking at it through more of a lighter lens so that we can go back and pick up those pieces of ourselves that were left behind and reintegrate it into our whole self now through this compassion and kindness that allows us to feel more true and more whole with who we really are underneath of those conditioned patterns, underneath of those reactions that we picked up. Mm. So to be authentic and to be in touch with our authenticity truly means feeling safe in our bodies to express ourselves from who we truly feel we are instead of expressing ourselves to who we think we should be to how we hope people see us or to please others or to live up to specific societal or familial expectations and really questioning where is this desire in me coming from? Is it coming from a place of true, you know, um, alignment with how I want to create and show up in the world? Or is it potentially coming from a place of what success looks like according to what, you know, someone else paints it success out to be? whether, you know, portrayals through media or portrayals through just, again, those institutional routines dynamic of grow up, get a well-paying job, gain your stability, go, you know, find a partner, get married, settle down, have children, which is okay too, you know, like if that's truly what is in alignment for you after exploring and questioning and coming into if that's truly what you want, that's okay. Going through that route, there's nothing wrong with that. It's only when that's accepted as the only route or if that's accepted as the the tried and hard way of having a path carved out for you in order to feel accepted by those who surround you, by your family, by society. If you're doing it for those reasons, to be accepted and loved in that way, then you're living within certain confines, certain confines of being. And for me, I went through this during what astrologers might be referring to as our Saturn return, the ages between typically 27 to 30, but sometimes a little bit earlier than that. I like to think mine was more between 25 and 27 or 28. Um, it was a tumultuous time for me because I was in this very codependent, unhealthy, patterned relationship. And I thought the next step was that I should desire 
to get married to this person and start my life, meaning start the family, um, have this well-paying job teaching in the high school level and allow my partner to support me since I wasn't making as much money. And this is something that was layers of my own conditioning because deep down, I felt like I knew this wasn't in alignment for me, but that maybe there was something wrong with me for not wanting to take that next step. Maybe I was sick or, you know, was too focused on, um, too focused on wondering why I didn't want it meant there was something wrong. And when really that wasn't the case. And at the time, like, of course, when, you know, he got down one on, on one knee and asked the question, I, you know, of course said yes, because it's not like you don't have love for this person at that time. And then so many shifts and so many things occur when you're growing at different rates and you're coming into yourself more in your awareness and you realize maybe I've been saying yes all along in order to please. Maybe I've been keeping myself within this box. Maybe these ways I've been reacting and conditioning myself to please him kept myself not authentic to who I feel I truly am and slowly through the process of my engagement that turned into a lot of tumultuous realizations and awakenings Um, and that's something that took a while to sink in you know so many different facets of healing that I had to go through by enrolling in my first hot yoga 26 and 2 class by going to a therapist for the first time and trying so many different things thinking I had to fix myself and fix him and our relationship so that I will want to get married otherwise there's something wrong I'm broken and I need to fix myself and you know after going through this tumultuous time after going through this Saturn return, which if you have any questions about, I would love to hear, not that I'm an astrologer whatsoever, but quick Google search or just exploration on your own on the side because I won't dive too deep into what that means. And I'm not an expert by any means, but essentially it's these ultimate challenges that you face and go through that are going to change the course of your path or these challenges you're going to stay within um, these conditioned ways of being that maybe is is hard to break out of because you've inherited it it's generational typically we see the lives that our parents create and the way that we were raised and then we recreate it because we don't know any other way especially if those who you were surrounded by were also raised in similar ways and that kind of goes into the path too about what it means to be a generational breaker curse breaker or pattern breaker or however you'd like to define it but the one who looks at the ways you've been 
introduced to things or the ways that you've been raised, the ways that you've seen everyone react to things around you and question them and question, is this really my path? Is this really what I want? So going through that tumultuous time and coming out on the other end and having the decision in the end for us not to get married even though it wasn't easy even though there were hard lessons and difficult decisions and not always the best decisions being made for myself that taught me a lot and you would think okay I'm on the other side of this now and although that was really unhealthy for me you know, as being very much controlled behaviorally, emotionally, financially, to the degree that I had to move back in with my parents with only $200 to my name. Because, you know, he took majority of any of the money that I had made and said, I made more than you and I supported you. So you aren't getting this money, you know, and you actually owe me money. And that was very, despite it being so heartbreaking and so um, saddening to me, deep down I knew that that was what the dynamic was the whole time. And I just had to come through and accept it and accept where I was. And despite that coming with such deep grief, it was also very freeing because suddenly I was breaking through a pattern. I could have decided to not shift and gone through and gotten married and gone down that whole path of probably different lessons and different ways of exploring myself, but it would probably be harder because the universe is always going to present us with situations to learn past our conditioned patterns and ways of being. We always have that free will and decision with what to do with that moment, what to do with that teacher, to come back into exploring our authenticity. Who are we? You know, who are we when we aren't just reacting, when we pause, when we question, when we're curious? And despite that being so hard some nights, you know, living back with my parents wasn't easy, although I'm so thankful that I have the privilege to have had a stable home, um, even if it, my parents don't represent the healthiest of relations, they live together under a home that were able to financially support me. I'm very thankful in that way that I was able to do that and have that time to deeply heal, to start to meditate, journal, hike more, be in nature more, connect back to myself because it showed me how hard it can be, but also through the grief, there's freedom. Freedom to explore what what does my authentic expression look like? What does it feel like when it's not tied to institutional expectations, societal expectations, familial expectations. Do I really want to be a teacher for the rest of my life? Do I really want to get married if that ever were to present itself to me again? These are things that are good to question instead of just going along with the flow, which, you know, I, I found through that process, I wasn't broken for, at that time, 
when I was engaged questioning and wondering if this is what I should be doing. Which brings you back to the process of I shouldn't always listen to the narrative of my mind and what it's telling me that I'm broken for wanting something different for myself and what other things could I be telling myself that maybe aren't true, that maybe came from somewhere else. So, I'm drinking this beautiful, um, I've been making this juice a lot lately. It's apples, cucumbers, and lemon. Really simple, but oh, so thirst quenching, so good. If you want the recipe, <laughs> let me know, but it's really simple. Um, so coming back into creating a daily routine for myself, because if you are exploring after going through something like this, something, a tumultuous lesson or time in your life, you might become overwhelmed by all of the voices and modalities and content and healing processes at the beginning when you do first start to explore. So what daily routines or promises feel true to me and how can those things support me along the way of this journey of self-exploration, self-healing, and expression, and coming back into what does it mean to be authentic? What does it mean to be true to myself, to be in relationship with myself? And how can that help my other relationships in life since everything and everyone is connected and is it true you know is it true these narratives that I've been telling myself and which one do I want to follow versus which one can I let go and and move on from after I've explored it enough because the past and our burdens aren't there to just put under a magnifying glass and hash over time and time and time and time and time again And we might keep going back to the same lessons in different ways until we integrate it. But it's ultimately there so that we can, when it is integrated, feel lighter, feel more free because we've finally come to this enlightenment, to this realization of whatever that lesson was there to teach us and move forward with this newer integrated, higher frequency version of ourselves, feel more safe in our bodies, feel more safe to express ourselves and share with others so that we feel less isolated and less alone in this process, which is what I hope starting this community can do, can do for those who are maybe going through what I went through a couple of years ago. I'm 31 now and I am still learning I am still growing it is a continuous process something that you know might sound familiar to those of you listening is that healing is not a linear process you know it's a spiral and if you look at the imagery of infinite ritual and the logo that I chose it is a spiral it is a snake and that meaning is that 
our healing journey and our journey in life in general is a spiral. We are going to continuously shed past versions of ourselves and circle around sometimes the same lessons until we shed them, until we're ready to grow into the next expanded versions of ourselves. But no matter how many skins we shed, we are that core spirit, that being, that centeredness, that awareness underneath all of those layers. That is our authenticity. It is an infinite process. Our daily habits are our infinite rituals, our promises that we make to ourselves. And so it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to come and realize that you don't have to be a perfectionist in this healing process because that's another layer of conditioning of the hustle culture that to come into harmony with yourself is continuous that every problem every trigger every issue that arises is just really an angel in disguise because it's showing you where it is that you can shift where it is that you can change something or if you can't change something where you can accept something or um, simply come into the awareness of why it's there, what it's there to show you. And so from that space, you are somewhat being this radical badass, right? This wildly accepting version of yourself when you drop the shame or the guilt or the blame for not being somewhere that you think you should be in your healing journey or not finally like thinking that you finally overcame this wound or this issue or situation or problem and then it represents itself to you and you get frustrated and then you come back to compassion again and kindness again because that is the spiral that is the continuous journey and I hope that this community and this space can be safe to explore those topics and those expressions and those ways of being. So I wanted to, you know, thank you for tuning in to this first episode. And, you know, as we continue, um, I would love to receive questions and receive feedback and perhaps bring up some of the questions that are asked within episodes to respond to and you can find me at on Instagram, infinite.ritual, and on YouTube, the Infinite Ritual channel, and here through Spotify or through Apple Podcast, Infinite Ritual as well. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you know that this inspired wherever you are on your journey and that you tune in next time be sure to like subscribe and follow me wherever you find me Uh, blessings to you wherever you are blessings to you for wherever you are on your journey i'm so grateful i'm so grateful that you're listening and i hope that you know that this we are not perfect beings here i'm not a perfect being whatever resonates for you when you're listening. I'm really thankful that it resonates for you. 
So until next time, <laughs> goodbye.